You're riding on the Denial Bus with Patty Crouch and Holly Gates. Hey, Holly. Hey. How are you doing today? <sighs> exhausted. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, I am exhausted too, but I've been trying to work out more. And when you work out, it actually helps my energy level, which I hate because it's right. And I should probably work out more knowing that it's good for me, but yeah, whatever. Anyways. Um, so I'm feeling good. Why are you so tired? Oh, just morning school and all their kids meetings. And I just, by the afternoon, I'm exhausted. <laughs> are you still doing like all of the stuff? Like I have developed a good routine. We don't do really any Zoom calls for Jackson. All of his teachers just do a pre-recorded video that he listens to and follows along. And then we do our own thing of like tracing your name and counting to five and matching, you know, colors and whatever. Like it's simple and it's nice and it's so good. I like it. I'm not stressed out. Oh, good. Are you stressed out? Yeah. I mean, we get it all done, but it's, yeah, I'm a little stressed. I'm I'm only doing the stuff that Dawson has to do. So anything that's optional or anything for his special ed class, because I don't have to do it, I don't do it. But he de- he still has a bunch of calls. And I even, I'll, I won't do some of the calls that are with the whole class that are kind of more optional sometimes, but we still do most of them. So <laughs> I'm trying, but we still have Zoom for therapy and Nolan had speech today. Mm. <sighs> anyway, I'm tired. And then we were playing outside. Also, I've been jumping on the trampoline for like 30 minutes. That's probably why. <laughs> That's fun, though. I mean, at least you're doing some connection time and some fun time with your kids. Yeah. Yeah, school. Yeah, is- I think I'm so stressed just because I'm trying to get school done before lunch every day because after lunch is our out- outdoor time. Yeah. And I hate to have to do anything after lunch. So I'm like, hurry, 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 just even though it's completely arbitrary and in my head that we have to get it done by then, but. That yeah. makes sense. I would just get what you get done, done, and then don't do any more. Like, meh, call it a day. Yeah. That's how I'm doing with Jackson, I have the least. weekend to do it, too, which I forget. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do it on the weekends, though. I'd be like, forget that. The weekend is my Yeah, weekend. the kids kind of yell. They're like, um, but it's Saturday. And I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, My kids don't know, like, days of the week. Like, they're, they're like, in the quarantine all the time where they're like, what day is it? Like, their routine tells them what day it is. Like, they really don't know, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like, it's, I don't know if it's good or bad. Like, it's good for me because I'm just like, whatever. But for them, I'm like, oh, maybe one day you should probably know the days of the week. Nolan doesn't know them. He'll just go, what's today? What's tomorrow? What's next tomorrow? He can't sit. He always says next tomorrow and then the next next tomorrow. Uh, But Dawson has his schedule down. So he'll be like, nope, it's Saturday. There's no school today. And I'm like, uh, okay. That's the difference of brains, I think. Like that mm-hmm. number autistic brain just knows like patterns and like that kind of stuff. I don't think Jackson's going to be like that. Like I think Jackson's going to be like, whatever. Like I'm I'm planning on continuing school all the way until the fall. Oh, me be- too. Because we don't do enough to really make it stressful. Like I'm just having him count and do his letter cards and like trace his name and these things. And I'm like, you can do this every day. You're fine. Yeah, because our kids will backslide, I think, if they're not doing it every day. That's what I need to tell myself. Really, I'm just like, I feel like I'm behind schedule with Jackson, even though I'm not, but I am. Like, I should have been doing this kind of stuff with him when he was three, but I didn't because I was more concerned about other things. And not like a shame kind of thing. Like, I'm not blaming myself for it or anything. It's just that I'm like, oh. Probably should have been doing this. Oh, well, I didn't. Too late now, kind of thing. But yeah. we're doing cards and whatnot. And, yeah. All oh, right. I never did school during the summer before. But this year, I'm like, oh, no, we're, I'm already in the groove. Like, we're going to keep doing it. <laughs> well, do any of your kids have that ESY, like, or extended school year, summer school stuff? Does Dawson yeah, get that? Yeah, Dawson's going to be doing that, yeah. So, yeah. So, might yeah, as well. We'll just... have a little bit of that. Yeah, and I already, I got, up, not upset, but I found out that this, 
bed teacher he has now is not doing the summer school. And I'm like, well, mm. I'm just going to continue doing what we're doing. And I'll just make that arrangement with the new sped teacher. And that new sped teacher is going to get paid to do nothing. Because literally, Great. I'm going to use all the videos that she already created. Because I'm like, why are we going to double the work, you know? And it's some mm-hmm. person I don't even know. So I'm like, I don't, whatever. So unless that's going to be his new teacher, then I'm not going to, I'm like, why am I going to try to work on a relationship with this person for four weeks and then call it? I know. I don't want to meet new people. Exactly. We don't get to see the people we already know right now. (laughs) Completely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I felt like I was super mom today too, because I like swept and mopped and folded laundry and like wiped the, like the counters and the cabinets down and all that. I'm like, who am I? Oh, wow. I know we're super mom. This quarantine's gotten me to be really productive and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. <laughs> I bet Chris likes it. Oh, he loves it. I think that's probably why I'm doing it. Like subconsciously, I know that it's helping him. So I'm like, okay, I need to do this. Let's do it. You know? So when I'm like sitting down, yeah. and it doesn't help that I have this quote on my wall that I should have just take down because <laughs> it says <laughs> it's one of Proverbs um, 31, which is like, uh, like the Proverbs 31 of like the perfect per- wife, perfect female oh, yeah. thing. In it is like, do not eat the bread of idleness. And so I, I sit, I stop at my kitchen and then I like see and I'm like, oh, I should do something. So then I like do something. So it's working, but I want to take it down. (laughs) Yeah. I would take that down. (laughs) Yeah. It was really funny is that something was up against it and all it said was do not eat. And for a while I was like reading that while I was eating cookies. And I was like, ooh, do not eat. (laughs) It was really funny. Anyways, I feel like we're kind of stalling a little bit because you have really big news to share with everybody. Yeah. Um, so we were going to record, when was it, two weeks ago? Yeah, I guess it yeah, was two, two weeks, weeks today. Ago. Two weeks today. Wow. I feel like a million years have passed <laughs> in two weeks. Com- well, but, you've done a lot. Um, and just yeah. so you, everyone knows, today is Friday. Today is oh, Friday, good. May Thank something. It's Friday. So two Fridays ago. That's all you really need to know. Two Fridays ago. Oh, right. Because they don't know. I was thinking, oh, yeah, you're telling everyone because no one knows what day it is. But actually, who knows when this is going out? So, yeah, we have to tell people um, what day it is. Yeah. For both reasons. It might not be Friday when you're listening to this, people. Look at right. your own calendar. I don't want you to <laughs> get off because we said it was Friday. <laughs> These poor people are like, I lost my job because the denial boss said it was Friday when it really was Tuesday. So I didn't show up to work the next day. That would be really, that wouldn't be funny, but that would be funny. Okay. Uh, so we were going to record two Fridays ago and Thursday I texted you and said, Hey, I can't record Friday because I'm on the way to the airport. I'm flying to Burbank and I'm moving out of my apartment. Yeah. That, yeah. So Derek and I had been going back and forth like every day of, should we keep spending money on our apartment? And I think I even mentioned this in our last podcast where you were saying, you should do it. You should totally move out. Oh, yeah. Um, but we kept changing our minds every day because things kept, I mean, things in the news were changing every day. Everything was changing. And so we just one day were like, you know what? We should do it now before we have to pay rent again. And we waited till the next morning. We felt the same way the next morning. So we're like, oh, two days in a row. So he booked the tickets for the next day. And the airport was super weird. Um, okay, well, stop, we stop, were... stop. Hold on. I have questions. Yeah. yeah so what kind of things were you talking and discussing? Like, so was it like we should move here to save rent? Like, what's your thought process of going to Colorado? Or like not, like, is it purely like let's just save money? Or is it like, okay, <laughs> like what, what, what were, like what kind of pros and cons lists were you making? That's what I would do. I would make a pros and cons list in my head. All oh, the yeah, time. we did. We did. So like um, talk to us through that. Like what your thought process of is to moving to Colorado. Because like your Colorado... You're living with your parents, and yes. they have a huge yard with a trampoline, and there's like a three floors because they, you know, everyone in Colorado has a basement for you know tornadoes and stuff. Yeah, I think they have tornadoes. I don't know. Anyways, so there's space. There's space for your family of five plus their family of two, which I think is also really crazy because they're just a family of two. I don't know why they had all the space, but whatever. they had it because they thought, what if they have to move in with us one day? That is the crazy thing. Like my parents are the only people who didn't downsize. They like got a bigger house when they moved in their late sixties, and it was because they thought, "What if we all need to live together someday?" Because something weird might happen. 
Wow. Yeah. And they moved into this house like two years ago. So, yeah. Um, but our initial, the reason we went there was because we just couldn't be quarantined in our tiny apartment. We wanted a yard. We wanted space. So right. initially we were just waiting to see how long is this going to be? Because if it's going to be, you know, everybody's in quarantine for six months, let's not pay rent for six months, you know, but what if they say, oh, by the end of the, you know, beginning of the summer, it's done. Then we don't want to spend all the money to move and then have to find a new place and all that. So what it came down to was things were changing every day and we didn't really know, but we thought, you know what, even if things go back to normal in like a month, which I don't think they will, but you know, if they did and school was going to start back regularly and all that, we would still rather be here saving money because we've always kind of talked about, Hey, we could always stay with my parents for like a year, save money. And then we could buy a house because rent in Burbank is just, I mean, you never get ahead. You're just throwing money away. Oh yeah. Um, and we were in some debt. It was like, let's get out of debt. Let's, you know, so we thought we would do that anyway. We've always wanted to do it. The only reason we didn't was because we didn't want to interrupt like therapy and school and all that stuff and friends. And it's like, well, that's all gone anyway. Yeah, that's already been interrupted, not by you, but by this pandemic. Exactly. So we were like forced to do it anyway. And now we're like, you know what? Now let's just keep doing it. And even if school started back or whatever, we'd rather just stay here, save money for like six months to a year, whatever it it takes. And then we'll have another conversation then if we're moving back to Burbank or whatever we're doing. But we don't have to make that huge decision now, but we do want to move out of our apartment. So that's what we did. That makes sense. And, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So you thought that essentially y'all both land in that spot and then for two days straight for 48 hours. So you're like, well, let's do it before we have to pay rent again. So then yeah. Wednesday, you buy a plane ticket for Thursday. Yep. And then Thursday, Which you check. there were plenty available for the next day. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. How cheap was it? Um, I mean, it wasn't that cheap. It wasn't like they were it was almost the same amount it usually is but southwest from denver to Burmick is never that much it was just a little cheaper because there's only there were like 20 people on the flight so they do have to make some money um but yeah it was amazing we just pulled right up you know got out we didn't have to wait in long lines everybody's wearing a mask you know it was did you and Derek sit next to each other we had a space in between. So everybody kind of, you just spread out. And then we, we had the middle seat empty. Gotcha. And everyone wore a mask. They make you sanitize or like do anything? No. And actually it was like half and half probably with masks. So Colorado, oh, this was the interesting thing. So this is a little off topic, but so in California, you have to wear a mask if you're outside, right? Right. And all the stores have like the X's on the floor. So you're standing in line like far away and they have you know, counters, making sure only a certain number of people go in. So the when we were driving back with all our stuff in the ginormous truck. You're getting ahead we of yourself. In, You're getting ahead of yourself. I know, I know. But this is just about the pandemic. Sorry. No worries. Um, the minute we hit the California border into Arizona, people stopped wearing masks. Arizona and New Mexico, it was like they didn't know anything was going on. There were absolutely no masks. We, we would get out of the gas station with a mask on, and we felt like weirdos. And everyone's just, and people are like standing right next to us and they're hugging each other and they're just like, and we were like, oh my gosh, we're like walking away from people, like rude, crazy people. But we're like, do you know what's going on? Really? <laughs> and then the minute we hit the Colorado border, border, people started wearing masks again. There was tape on the floor again. Yeah. But Colorado's kind of half and half, whereas California is like all, everybody. Interesting. It was very interesting. I could <laughs> see Arizona being a rebel. Like I feel like Arizona is like the rebel state. Yeah. It's like the Dennis Rodman of, I don't, I don't know why I said Dennis Rodman, but that's like the person <laughs> I think of good, like a red bull, rebel. Patty, that was a good sports reference. That was correct. I know. I'm I, very I, impressed. Thanks. The only reason why I know that is because he was a spur and then he only stayed a spur for like two years because they were like, you are too crazy to be in this family town. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> so they traded him. Anyways. Okay. And that's as extent as my sports knowledge goes. Okay. So... <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so then you get on this plane, and I'm like, uh, okay, you're not recording. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's crazy. So what's going through your head right now? Right now or when we were on the plane? When you're on your plane. Like, we're on the plane going, I guess we're moving out of our apartment. Because you've been in your apartment for 13 years. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's a long time to be in place. I mean, it was not your first apartment with your spouse, which I think would have made it harder. You know, like if he had 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 moved once before, it would have made it even harder. It was like, I remember being sad going, we got married here. Like, this is our first place where we started, you know, so that was a hard move, you know? So at least that already had gone. Like you were like, nah, we aren't newlyweds in this place. Well, but we had all three of our kids in that place. Ah, so yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, it was much harder for Derek. He's much, uh, more sentimental and emotional than I am. And it was actually, we had a a few fights. I mean, it was a very stressful, crazy time and we were both emotions were high. And I think he thought I had like no feelings about it. And he was like, why do I care so much? And you don't. And I was like, I care. I care a lot. Like as we were flying into LA and I saw the ocean and then I saw like, we flew into Burbank, we flew over like Warner brothers, right to work and all these different things. I got really emotional, but I was like, we have way too much to do. Cause I'm more of a, okay, think about, I can't think about this right now because we have stuff to do. And he's more of a sit and think about it and be sad and, and like call my friends and stuff. And I'm like, no, we don't have time for that. Just move. We've got to, we've got to pack. So I was like, I feel emotion too, but I'm, I'm like pushing it down because somebody's got to be strong, you know? (laughs) That makes sense though. So that was me. I was not allowing myself to go there too much because there was just so much to do. Have you allowed that we were doing it so quickly? Oh, you were doing it. Yeah, you did it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Have you allowed yourself sense to feel all those emotions and like break down an ugly cry or I mean, that's what, that's what I do. I just assume everyone ugly cries. I'm don't, I haven't <laughs> met someone who hasn't, but I'm pretty sure I'm still hold the record of the most ugly cries. <laughs> but anyways, um, did you, have you allowed yourself that? Have you allowed yourself the grieving process of moving on from that apartment? You know, I wasn't sad about the apartment because we'd been wanting to leave there for years. That makes sense. <laughs> and uh, no, every time you had a baby, perfect, I remember I you think. going. I yeah. remember every single time after you had a baby, I remember you going. We had baby one here, but we're definitely not having two. Well, we had baby two here, yep. but we're definitely not having three. Crap, we had <laughs> baby three. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you always wanted to move. Yeah. So baby three, we didn't even pretend we were moving. We're like, no, we're we know we're stuck here. Um, but so, so you were already a, like gone. You, you wanted to get out of there so badly that getting out was actually a okay thing. It was more not being in Burbank and in LA. Yeah, but I was also I'm going. Okay, we haven't made the decision to completely move away. So for me, it's like this is like a study abroad time. So okay, I think you're riding like, the denial <laughs> bus a little bit, but we'll get to that afterwards. We'll get to the denial bus in a little bit. Let's keep no, going. Derek is very firmly like he wants to be in Burbank. Uh, he's probably riding the denial bus as well. Let me, let's be real. <laughs> okay, we'll get there. We will get to there because that's the last, that's what we're going to end with. So, okay. yeah, so you get there and I say, hey, do you, if you need anything, let me know. I've already told Chris that you're leaving to Colorado and he's, so whatever you need, I'm there. So, um, but I, yes, you were like, you. no, I'm good. And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you're moving 13 years in 24 hours because yeah. you've arrived Thursday. Mm-hmm. And when were you scheduled to get the truck? Well, originally the, I had thought, oh, we'll, we'll land Thursday. Then all day Friday we'll pack. And then Saturday we'll get the truck. But then Derek kind of kept pushing it like, no, no, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's try and get there. And then we realized that our help in Colorado was going to be more available Sunday than they would be Monday. So we should leave earlier. Anyway, we were like, okay, we'll just get the truck Friday morning. And then while Derek's walking all the heavy stuff, I can be packing. It'll be easy peasy. <laughs> so Thursday, we got in and, you know, it took, I mean, we didn't even start packing until like 6 PM. And then cause Thursday. our flight landed at like three, but it was like, okay, now we got to get, go pick up boxes at Home Depot and get this. And now we've got to get dinner. Let's get it from our favorite place because we're not going to go back there. Okay, let's do this. Yeah, by the time I started, it was like 6 p.m. And I worked for six hours, went to bed, woke up early, got the truck. And, and then we had movers who were supposed to come at 2 to help with the really heavy stuff. But they were like, oh, we're ready at 11. Can we come? And I was like, why not? Of course. But then that was a disaster because they ran out of things to carry because I couldn't pack fast enough. (laughs) 
That's when I called you. You had movers and you were in a good spot because I called you and you're like, no, we're good. The the movers are here. They're packing all the heavy stuff and then I'm packing and it's so good. Like they, they have plenty of stuff to do. We're fine. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then like, I don't know, one hour later. (laughs) It was, yes, it was actually one hour. It was one hour later. I get a text message. So you had a conversation with Derek, like, oh, Patty said she's, you know, could come, but don't worry about it. And what did Derek say? Uh, Derek was like, um, tell Patty to come out. <laughs> well, and you also offered boxes. And I think I realized, you know what? We might need more boxes. And I didn't want to leave to go get them. Well, I didn't even have a car anymore at that point. So, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> that was, yeah. So, so you came. Thank you so much. You brought a million boxes because you had recently moved. Yes. And more packing tape. More packing tape, more saran. Oh, I didn't bring saran. But there was stuff I should have brought. Like I went home and was like, I should have just bought my whole moving box that I had because I had labels. I had all the stuff that you could have <laughs> completely used. But it literally was an hour later. We were like, um, we can use your box. I gave and you like you. five seconds. Yeah. So you didn't have a lot of time to prepare. Which was fine. So I was actually on my way to drop off my stuff from my work that I had, you know, had gotten laid off. And so I was dropping off my computer and stuff three weeks later, um, maybe even a month. And so I literally went back home, had Chris put the boxes outside so I didn't have to go home. And so I think I arrived at your house around 2.30 or 3, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you had done a lot. Like, there was there a lot done. there were still, down. like, two full rooms that had not packed at But all. there were still a lot. <laughs> So we asked the movers to stay for an extra two hours, um, and which we thought was a great idea because they were very helpful and amazing. And, oh, I forgot to mention it was the hottest day of the year. Oh, yes. So it was like 98 degrees. We're all wearing masks and, like, suffocating and carrying – there's, like, two huge, horrible concrete flights of stairs to get out of our apartment. Yep. So that – so even just carrying one little box up and down the stairs, I mean, it was, like – horrible so and then one of Derek's friends came to help so it was just Derek and his friend and then these two movers so we booked them for an extra two hours and then they're just standing there waiting for boxes from me and I was so stressed okay then I put you to work and when I got there they were still there and I that was legit stressful because they didn't want to hover but they were just waiting for it they also didn't want to waste time they're like you're paying us yeah, but they didn't want to. But they didn't want to waste their time either. So they would wait till they have three or four boxes. So then yeah. they would help us kind of pack a little bit, but not really. Like it was that was I was stressed and was like, oh my goodness, I don't know how you're doing this. But then within I was fifteen them minutes, like open open like Tupperware or whatever that had stuff in it, and they would just ran wrap it and throw it in the. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't you love how the beginning boxes are all organized and labeled? And then by the yes. end, you're just throwing shit together. Oh, like you're, you're is, just, everything that's in there is insane. in there and that's it. There's one yeah. box that I labeled. I don't even know. I, I, I literally labeled it. I don't even remember what I put in this box. And that was what the label <laughs> of it. Because I literally put so much in it that I was like, I, I, I can't even think yeah. what's in it. So anyways. <sighs> um, but you were very helpful. You were there till the end. So the movers left. Um. Derek's friend Nick left and and also I should mention like in the beginning we're all wearing our masks the whole time while the movers were there everything by the end of the day like my mask was gone your mask was gone we were hugging like it was (laughs) oh yeah I hugged you because I was like I'm not gonna let you go all the way to Colorado and not hug you and I couldn't breathe I was no yeah I wore it while the the I wore it while the movers were there because I don't know who were where they've been and who they, yeah, so I wore it with them and, and I was conscious of it. And then I wore it around Derek because I know he's a little bit more like particular to it. And then once I realized Derek didn't care, I was like, why am I caring? You know, know. and mine wasn't one that was easy to take on and off. Like mine, I had to set it down somewhere. Like a diaper or (laughs) no, but that's a good call. It, it was basically a makeshift one that I made with not even sewing and had hair ties and I just folded extra baby blanket material that I had made for someone's baby into it. So it looks like a bandana type one, but with baby blanket material. (laughs) I thought it was like the insert of, um, a uh, reusable diaper, a cloth diaper. No. Yeah. yeah, Although that could cost, that'd be a lot of fabric. Anyways, since then Mm -hmm. I have made a couple of them and I have some more to make. 
Um, because I feel like even when we exit this, the next phases are going to require us to use the mask a lot more. Like the girls yeah. haven't even put a mask on because we haven't gone anywhere. Like there's no place either. for the girls yeah. to put it on. Like when we go bike riding, we're on a bike. Like we're not stopping to talk to anyone. We're not like interacting yeah. with anyone. So we really haven't yeah, used mine it. Yeah, mine just play in the backyard. Yeah. Or we go through like a drive through or something. Yeah, we haven't gone in anywhere. Um, then the drive through the kids, I've been really good about that. I make them sanitize our hands and then I undo everything and then sanitize my hands and then give them all the, like, it's mm-hmm. just, we have a system, but they don't need to wear it. You know, Jackson yeah. wanted to wear it and he wanted to go pick out fish and we had to go to the, the store anyway to get dog food. And so he wore one and he was happy about it. He wanted one really badly. And I was like, whatever. Aww. So he wore one, but the girls have not. So anyways, we digress. Uh, so yeah, that thing was done by the end of the weekend. Like I, by the end of the day, I was like done. So, and we packed everything, but then we got to a point where Derek was stressed. Okay. So there's two stories I want to say. One was that they got to a point where Derek was stressed that there wasn't enough space in the truck. The truck. And so we ended up changing gears and going, okay, let's take what's needed and what's not needed. We can keep at Patty's house. Right. Yeah. Um, because we were scared of running out of space, right? Yeah. And the weird thing is there was room in the truck, but because the movers were so fast at moving all of the huge heavy stuff, there wasn't, you couldn't get the boxes to the back where like all of the heavy furniture was in the way. That makes sense. So we just got kind of stuck. Yeah. No, that makes complete sense. So then we had to start sorting between what is necessary and what can we leave at Patty's house? <laughs> right. So. Um, you ended up only leaving 15 boxes and I'm going to be truthful with that you. Sounds like so much. It wasn't, I don't, well, maybe it's, it's not, maybe it's less than 15. Maybe 15 was a number I thought and it's less. All I remember is as we started doing it is I was like, yeah, yeah, you can leave it at my house. And I'm, t- I'm telling you the truth right now. You can leave it at my house. No big deal. And then I, t- I text Chris like, Hey, there's going to be boxes that they need and you know, this is what family does. What are we going to do? And he, she, he's like, fine. And then I started freaking out because I'm like, oh, there's way more boxes than I anticipated. And I uh-huh. was like, oh, crap. Chris is going to be so mad that we have all these boxes in our I shed. I was freaking out, too. But I, I was trying. Like, I okay. knew you were going to forget because you're one of those nice oh, people no. who's like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm posing you. Like, in my head, I'm like, dude, whatever. But then I know that Chris was going to be like, what? Even though in his head, he's like, whatever, too. But and I was kind of like reaching that line and maybe it was too much. And so I was like freaked out. And then Chris got over there and was like, there's not nearly as much as you think you're fine. And I was like, okay. So he, and he got it, basically they got it all in one trip in the van and they, they stacked it and nicely and neatly in the shed at the dojo. So it's not even at our house. Like it's not, it's in a spot that has like space that's can be there for years. Like we're fine or not needed. So all ended up working really well. Of the dojo within another Oh, place? no, no, no. So part of the dojo, oh, there's good. a little, sh- there's a shed. And the, so we have other things that we keep. Honestly, there's Amazing. your stuff. There's also Dev. Um, some of Dev's stuff is in there because that studio used to be his studio before it was the dojo. So he has stuff in there. So there's like stuff in there. Like, I mean, the person you need to apologize to is probably Ivan because Ivan's like, whose crap is all this? Because Grant keeps stuff in there and he's like, get this crap out of here because he's very... Like, I don't want crap person. Yeah. Anyways. um, But it's fine. Like, I told (laughs) There you go. I'll tell him to listen so he can know. Anyways. So, yeah. So, it's not a big deal at all. But there was a moment of fear in my head that I couldn't show you because I knew that you'd be like, what are we going to do? We should just find a storage. And I, we didn't need to go there. Like, this is what family does. This is what, this is what family does. And you, what were you going to do? Find a storage at 12 o'clock at night? Like, that wasn't going to work either. So, what ended up happening uh, is that I ended up, they got so heavy because we left books behind and we left China plates behind, you know, like we left some really heavy yeah. stuff. And so I couldn't move it. So there was stuff upstairs and there was stuff in the kitchen and then there was stuff in the living room. And when Chris got there and like consolidated it, he was like, this is nothing. He's like, that's fine. Um, he did oh, curse good. the stairs because we had a dolly, but it wasn't a very good dolly. <laughs> And so there uh-huh. was like, he had to go down and up a whole lot. And so he was like, I'm never moving them again from a second floor. <laughs> I was like, that's yeah. fine. Don't I mean, worry. We are never living somewhere that's on another floor again. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
It was crazy. So Chris ended up, I helped you, and my, everything was said and done, and you drove off, which we're not there yet, but when we drove off, yeah. it was midnight. Like, it was a little <laughs> bit, no, it was a little, it was maybe like 11.15, 11.30. It was before midnight. I got home yeah. by like 11.45, 11.50. We uh, had woken up at 6 a.m., moved all day in the worst, like, heat of the year, and then we took showers. Yes. <laughs> and then we... We hung out with you for like 15 minutes. That was my, that was my payment. That was my payment. And I got irritated because I was like, guys, we're supposed to cry. And no one, like y'all didn't want to take a picture. Y'all were so over it. And y'all were like, (laughs) we need to get on the road. I'm like, this is my moment. I've just packed you guys up for like 12 hours. Like I need my time. Um, And we had to leave that night because we had the car or the car, the huge, huge truck. Um. 22 foot whatever truck parked in like the red with all of our belongings in it we couldn't leave it there overnight they're like we have to leave now (laughs) yeah it was crazy so one of my things that I felt and it okay so at one moment I could see in your eyes the emotions and the fear I don't say fear I don't it was just the emotions of everything going on and you being scared that you were leaving things behind because mm-hmm. Derek was like, there's not enough space. And then I was like, we can leave things. But then in your head, it was like, it didn't compute, like, that you're going to get it back. In your head, like, whatever we don't take, we don't have is what I was hearing, like, I seen. Mm. Even though logically, you probably knew that. But emotionally, because of all the emotions happening in 24 hours of you moving your whole house. And I looked at you and I was like, Holly, everything in this house is going to go to Colorado eventually. Like, you're going to have everything in this house eventually with you, just not right now. And you just kind of looked at me and was like, thank you, Patty. And then, like, the stress <laughs> left, and then we, like, got back to work. It was, like, this really cool moment that I'll probably remember forever of, like, how Aww. you and I can just be friends and be like, okay, I see your emotions. I'm going to acknowledge mm-hmm. it and, like, let it – and then not fix it, but, like, acknowledge it and be like, okay, let's do this. Like, it was cool for you me. Were a, you were a very calming presence. And you were good at seeing both Derek and me, what we were going through and going, okay. And you would be like, Derek, because Derek was like, why do we need our photo albums? And I was like, what? Of course, that's the one thing we have to have, you know? And then, and you were like, Derek, this is a comfort thing for Holly. It's a security blanket. She needs to have the photo album. It's fine. There's enough room. And then Derek would have a moment of flipping out and I would be like, we just need to go. And you're like, Holly, Derek just needs some time. Just let him have this few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> It was very good because we were both high emotion, emotion and needed a third party to to mediate. <laughs> yes, which I was happy to be, and I'm happy that I knew you guys both well enough to not have to not feel like I was stepping on toes or anything. And I had said yeah. that a couple of times, like, "Hey, just let me know if I'm out of boundary," because I felt like y'all were so exhausted and y'all were so <laughs> emotional because you're moving out of an apartment of 13 years, but can't really like go through it so it's there but it, you can't access it like it's right so that moments I'm I was going like to a different state too not just like down the street right yeah so oh. part of me was there's, there's so much in there a part of me was like I need to be the external brains for these people right now <laughs> like everyone's in this like you would just go from like one room to another like we need to move this stuff but we have this stuff but we have this stuff and I'm like okay we need a plan like you don't have a plan <laughs> So we ended up having like phase one, phase two, phase three, and we took five minute breaks between the phases and we got yes. it all done. And then Derek was like, what's next? I'm like, here, look at me. And I'm like, okay, he's totally okay with this. He's totally okay with yeah. me taking We're like, Patty, charge. tell us what to do now. It worked out well. Um, it was probably one of, honestly, it was probably one of the moments where I've, like just the whole thing of helping you move where I felt like I served you the guys the most. Like I feel like oh, it was- It was a way for me to be like, thank you for our friendship. I'm crying. Of course, it's not a podcast unless I'm crying. So, like, thank you for all of our friendship and, like, you being one of my, like, do or die top five friends, which I know you're still going to be. I mean, hello. All we ever did was talk and text anyway. (laughs) Like, we didn't really hang out. (laughs) But it was a really cool way for me to, like, express my unconditional love for you guys. So, it was good. So. Thank you. Anyways, by the way, I haven't seen the video. I want to see the video because Derek recorded. So I like, was there to the end and I had your keys so that Chris could do the next day. And when you drove off, I like, you know, did the whole movie like, no, and then fall to my <laughs> knees. And I, 
Derek recorded it, and I was like, I need to see that still. Oh, okay. I'll have him send it. Oh, we should probably post it if it's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways. So, yeah. I mean, that we did a lot. Like, a lot. And then the next day, Chris went in, and he did what Chris does, which is, like, phenomenal. Like, he's the master at Tetris. Like, he got everything together. Then he put – and I, um, Ivan, thank you again, Ivan. Ivan helped him move stuff down just so he didn't have to be by himself and do it all. Thank you, Ivan. So Chris kind of, like, situated everything, got it to a position where it looked neat and organized and like we cleaned, but we didn't. And then <laughs> um, <laughs> moved everything to the shed, and it was no big deal. Like, it was done. I mean, it was still, like, four hours of work that he did, <laughs> he and Ivan did. But – it was it was done and then we're it's you're done like you were you're moved out like thank you that was crazy so yeah I know I'm exhausted now you know I was exhausted at the beginning of the call I'm even more exhausted just thinking about all that you did that day (laughs) you moved literally up in 12 24 plus 6 30 hours. Like you moved in 30 hours. And like then we had moved. to drive for like two, two days. <laughs> yeah. Which that was what I was most nervous about. Cause I was like, uh, can you just like pull over to the side? I said, I think I told Derek like three times. And I told you a couple times, like if you need to sleep, sleep, like it's okay to sleep. It's okay. Just go like pull over and sleep, like just sleep. Cause I was so scared that y'all were going to like fall asleep at the wheel and then something was going to oh, happen. Yeah. But then you're like, well, oh, and we did it. were jelly and we're driving that huge horrible truck which I hated and I had to drive it through Los Angeles which even though it was midnight in the middle of a pandemic for some reason there was a ton of traffic and I was annoyed and I was like just getting used to the truck and so I was not doing very well and I was flipping out and it was night and I couldn't see very well um so yeah when we got to uh the border of California and Arizona we stopped at the Motel 6 at 2 in the morning (laughs) And we slept. <laughs> I'm so glad you did. Like, I'm so glad you did. You and, then, and then you slept the next night, too. We did. Was... Because it just, the minute it got dark, that windshield, like, you just couldn't see. The lights weren't very good on the truck. It started raining. We were like, no, we're, we're exhausted. Our legs are jelly. We it's have to just pull over. I was so. so happy to hear that stuff. I was so happy. I was like, oh, okay. yeah. It was good. And the movers, and we're trying, we're trying to go as fast as we can, but you can't go very fast in the big truck like you can hit 65 you can't really go past so when we drove out here originally in our van we got here we didn't stop at all we drove through the night we got there really quickly because we were driving like 80 90 the whole time yeah there's nobody on the road and this time it took days and so we had to keep stopping and all of the people who were on this end to help us unmove or or move into my parents house I guess um, unload is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Whatever. I understood um, you. Unmove sounds like a good word too. They were originally coming at one on Sunday and I was like, can we push it to two? And they're like, well, some of them have to leave at three. And I was like, just, we can't get there by one. So we pulled up like right at, I think it was two thirty, and they all had gotten there like at two fifteen or something. So, um, but unloading, wow, was so easy when everything's already packed. It's amazing. Well, and do you, how and, many flights of stairs did you should do? Those stairs were the killer well, ones. We were taking everything to the basement, but my parents had figured out they pulled back the truck through their lawn to, like, the door of the basement, like, in the backyard. Like, it was amazing. So it was just like, whoop, whoop, you just walked right in. That's awesome. And there were, like, my brother-in-law and one of his friends and then a guy from their church and my dad. And they just... It was it was done in like an hour. <laughs> wow. Yeah, when it's yeah. packed, it's done. Yeah, it's amazing how quick it is. And when there's no stairs. Oh, I had a funny story for you. So Ivan, I don't know if Ivan's let me tell you this, but Ivan was like, you know, you're he's holding boxes and he sees gates and he's like, Okay, this is the box of gates. And then he sees another box. <laughs> And he's like, how many gates do these people have? Literally, he was like, what the F is happening? Like, why do these people have 15 boxes of gates? And then Chris was like, no, that's their last name. Chris, you know, Patty had him 
label it gates and we knew which boxes were there. She's like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. Because the first year was like, dang, 15 boxes of gates. Like, I understand you need a baby gate. But, I mean, how many baby gates do you need? Are there other types of gates? Like, what are we doing here? I thought that was funny. You don't even have a yard. Why do you have to make gates? <laughs> exactly. I was like, you live in oh. Burbank in an apartment. It was funny. I was laughing really hard. I was like, oh, geez, Ivan. Anyways, okay. So then you spent the next week. So basically, you spent the next week getting your family back to somewhat of a new normal in the pandemic normal, in the sense that you gave Nolan and their like your kids their toys again, and they have all you have all your clothes, and you mm-hmm. somewhat did you decorate Dawson in the boys' room? Oh yeah, yeah. So we just kind of put everything. So my parents, their basement, they have. Um, just an entire bedroom that wasn't being used. It was empty. So we put all of our furniture and then they also have like a little storage area and they have a huge closet in that bedroom. So it's just all boxes and furniture. And so over the next week, I just went through every box, got everything to the correct room or place. It's kind of sad because our entire apartment fits in their house and they already had it completely furnished like this house. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't know what to do because I would like put all of my clothes in the closet and there was still room. And I didn't know what to do. Like, it's been like 16 years or more since I had space. Oh, yeah. And so I'm just so used to, okay, the minute this runs out, I've got to like, I'm always looking for like that Tetris of like, okay, I need to put a box here and I mean Tupperware over here and I need this here. And it was weird because things fit and I didn't know what to do with myself. You're like, what? <laughs> like, this is what it's like to have space. What? I told to Chris have that. fit. And that when we moved into the new house, I had, I'm like, what am I going to put here? I have still an empty spot. And he was like, oh, shit. Like, you're going to go more crap. <laughs> go shopping. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to fill it right away. It'll, it'll fill itself. Yeah. I, we, we have empty cabinets that I just don't use. Like, oh, it's and My it's awesome. empty cabinets. I'm like, what? Yeah, this is crazy. So that's good. So then are they, are you, so what are you, are you using your, I mean, the kids are so particular and there's little things Especially coming from a trauma background, there's little things I think yeah. make kids feel safe. Like using their plates and and cups. Like you don't have to worry about them yeah. breaking the glass ones. You can destroy these and it's fine, you know? So are you doing things like that in the rest of the house or really just their bedrooms and clothes? No, everywhere. We kind of got out just the things that we need, not everything. Like my parents have all their kitchen stuff, but I knew they didn't have like a pizza cutter. So I got out my pizza cutter and then some of the kids plates and their juice cups and just stuff like that. Um, But everything else then is just in that closet in the basement. And then all of our furniture is just packed in there. But we put our couch so that you can actually sit on it. And then we set our TV up. So there's like two TV rooms in the basement. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So when Derek's working down there, um, you know, Nolan was just sitting in there like watching movies and stuff and being loud. And now he can go in that bedroom and shut the door. <laughs> so. so basically Derek created an office for himself. Yeah. So Derek has an office in the basement. Um, you know, so there's, there's a bunch of different spaces that everyone has their own space. All right. So you're thinking you're yeah. going to be there for six months to a year and then you're going to reevaluate and decide. So, I'm going to ask you a question. You have to answer it by the time I say three. Are you moving back? One, two, three. Yes. There's still hesitation, but I'll take it. Okay. So, you you want, you want think you want to move back? Or you... Here's the thing. It's a very sensitive subject, and so I cannot elaborate. <laughs> what? Or I will get into trouble. With Derek or with Derek, who? Derek is worried that I tricked him and that this, and I said, no, we're on the same page. Like if it makes sense and financially and everything was where like, then yes, of course we can go back. Like, okay. That but, makes sense. Like he, yeah. Derek and he's vocalized that to you. I mean, that makes complete sense that like he, he wants to come back. He hasn't necessarily processed through everything. Like I look at it and just, this is for me from the outside looking in, knowing Derek's dream of wanting to be a director of like, film right mm-hmm. you know the next Steven Spielberg kind of thing knowing that you're doing what you want to do which is like the stay-at-home mom thing I right I'm assuming that's what you want to mm-hmm. do like mm-hmm. anyways 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 so yeah so you doing that knowing that with his career even if he's doing his dream job it's really long hours and you're usually all over the place I mean he was in Thailand for three months filming a, a movie mm-hmm. he was in like 
you just go where the movies are and they're not always in LA, you know? And yeah, a lot of yeah. them can be in LA. And he also has tons of friends in LA. So, and mm-hmm. whenever he was on these long shoots, your parents were flying in to help you. So mm-hmm. it makes sense to me for you guys to stay there so that you have your base support all the time and Derek just travel yeah. more often. Like that's what makes sense to me. And it's cheaper and you can have a house and you can do all this stuff. However, you know what? I, what? Oh, go ahead. I also realize though that with all this pandemic, there's a possibility sooner rather than later. So in my head, it's like, I don't think y'all are coming back unless you can afford a house out here with the yard mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And with the pandemic going back and him still pursuing his career and not knowing, you know, it could easily happen. And then not after, well, not in the next three months because we're in the pandemic, but you know what I'm saying? It could still mm-hmm. happen quickly. You'd come back with possibly a house, especially if the, ha- you know, the housing market crashes and you can buy a $500,000 house yeah, in, yeah. in Burbank. I know, we're rooting against everyone else. Like, yeah. So that's the that's the way I only see you coming back is if you can afford a house out here, which there's possibilities to, you know. Yeah. Because like, you never know. And we'll be saving tons of money here, and Derek still has work coming in. Um, I mean, it's not as much, and a lot of stuff, of course, got canceled that he was going to do, but he's still making some money, and then we're no money's going out, so it's like, yeah. yeah. I thought of you today um, as I was cleaning everything because I was like, oh, her mom's probably still keeping up with her own house because it's her house, you know? So I was like, I wonder how much Holly is doing of the cleaning, like probably picking up after your own kids because that's what you do. But like, are you vacuuming all the floors? Like, you know, like all that stuff. I was like, oh, that'd be nice to have help. Yeah, to to we're kind of taking turns and we're all doing dishes and yeah, it's nice. It's nice that it's just, it's not all on me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very nice. So what were you going to say? So Derek's. Oh, well, Derek, Derek's thing, it's actually more about his friendship because he actually has tons of friends that he saw like every day. I mean, his best friend lived next door, his best friend since high school. And he had friends that we would go out for coffee with every day. He had these amazing relationships. I'm not as good as a, of a friend person, if that makes sense, as Derek. So, and most of my friends, I didn't really get to see anyway. It's mostly phone calls and I wasn't going out and getting coffee and stuff. I was just like keeping up with people on social or talking on the phone every once in a while. Um, yeah. So it's not really that different for me. And I have my family out here. Like I haven't lived in the same town as my sister since in 20 years. Wow. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of cool. So I have people out here. He has, he doesn't have anyone out here and he was really close. Like he saw people every single day. And so that was really hard for him. Also, he moved around a ton as a kid. Um, and so this really meant something. He's lived in that apartment, that horrible little apartment longer than he had ever lived anywhere. Oh, wow. So it was like, yeah, it was more emotional for him. And he's just a nicer person and more emotional. I'm much. <laughs> <laughs> you're a nice person. I mean, it is true. You're not the best of friends in the sense of like being the best at like keeping up and whatnot. I'm not. I'm not. No, you can go he's a week without recording my, re- returning my text. And then people call me bad at returning texts. I'm like, uh, I'm not bad compared to Holly. I know. I'm so bad. And Derek, like he has Zoom calls with his friends like once a day and talks. To- he's constantly on the phone. And I like don't even check like Instagram anymore. So <laughs> it's crazy. No, that makes more sense. So he's not even thinking. So he's, it sounds like he'd be more willing to come back even if there wasn't a house. Like if he was at a party. Yeah. I think he's just, he's wanting to get back to Burbank, which he just loves. And, and like he gets attachments to like restaurants and all sorts of things. Now, a lot of the stuff I was like, Derek, you wouldn't even see these people right now. Because, like, church that he loves or the people, the restaurant, like, everything shut down. Uh, going to Disneyland, you know, all that stuff that we do. We can't even do it anyway. So that's another thing that's made it easier on me. Uh, I'm like, we wouldn't be doing that anyway. But That makes sense. Yeah. I can see uh, how Colorado is better for you. And yeah. how Burbank could be better for Derek. Yeah. But I also see, like... As a family, how Colorado's better. You have more support, cheaper, better lifestyle kind of thing. So, yeah. I don't know. So, maybe you're not – I mean, I think Derek could be on the denial bus a little bit. 
And I think you're just scared to think either way because you want to support your husband, you know? Yeah, and we, we're not making any plans, so we know what's going to happen. Who knows what's going to happen? No idea. So I'm Yeah, not. and I mean, he's in the entertainment industry is in phase four of all this stuff. So I don't know if you know. You probably know more than I know because I never really read up on any of this. But I guess oh, I don't know anything. So I guess there's a, f- a five-phase, I don't want to say rollout. I don't know what you call it. There are five phases to this pandemic, apparently, mm-hmm. in the sense of sheltering in place and whatnot. And phase one is shelter in place. And then, okay. which is only essentials working and everyone working from home. Phase two, which we just started today, is they've mm-hmm. opened up a couple of like, not, not, not the most popular hikes, but some of the trails they've opened up and they've opened up like a couple of the retail places um, kind of things. Like they're slowly allowing people to do, um, to get back, like to get out a little bit. Yeah. Still majority being shut down. Phase three is like gyms and other places that are a little bit higher volume, like movie theaters are going to be able to open up in phase three, I believe. Hmm. And I may be quoting this wrong. I saw this little, you know, graphic that was telling me what to do. <laughs> um, and then phase four is like schools and stuff. And then phase five is like back to normal living. So phase four okay. is um, some more of the movie entertainment, or- like some more of the entertainment and stuff, but like five is when like the theme parks and the movie theaters will be able to go full fledged, and you know, so they're doing mm-hmm. things like slowly, kind of thing. Uh, I heard Disneyland's not going to open till next January. That's like their prediction. I'm like, yeah, oh, that made me so sad because I have said my to myself like three or four times, I need to go to Disneyland today, oh. and I can't. Anyways, um, so he wouldn't really like he would be more in phase three or four you know because smaller production places can be done in phase two or three but really Mm -hmm. you know production stuff requires so many people that it's really like a phase three or four so he wouldn't be able to do entertainment stuff for a while Mm -hmm. out here so being out there for six to 12 months makes sense yeah so and like I said he's he mostly works from home anyway so he's he's still doing some stuff from home um. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not okay. That makes sense. All right. So in six months, or twelve months, a year from now, we'll, we'll talk ha- again. We'll talk again <laughs> about this. And I totally respect the idea that I, I see where Derek's coming from, especially since it's emotionally harder on him of like him not you not wanting to talk about it because you don't want to give that thought to. Derek like you're supporting him in that sense so like mm-hmm. just live your life and then in six months you can reevaluate what's going on and then in six more months you can reevaluate what's going on that makes yeah. some place and sense. honestly I have no idea what's gonna happen so see that no idea you go okay so I'm just not gonna think and worry about it and what I do is I go down every <laughs> single thread of possibility and spider web into craziness like that's what I would be doing. Well, I go, well, if this happens, we'll do this. If this happens, we'll do that. If this happens, we'll do this. If this happens and that happens, we'll do that. And if this happens and this mm-hmm. happens. and Like I was on a call with a lawyer for the school and she was like, that's a great question, Miss Crouch. And you know what? We're not there yet. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then my next question, he's like, all right, you're ahead of the game right now. And these are, you know, I'm glad I know these questions, but we need to figure out what's happening here first before any of this happens. And I'm like, Oh, okay like it was just funny he was very respectfully going you're thinking way too much please stop <laughs> like, you know, like, so well school is interesting because I'm trying to figure out what's going to happen because my initial thing was look we're enjoying doing the homeschool with the kids like they're doing really well from it so we could just homeschool for the next year so I don't have to worry about signing them up for school or any of that or worry about being home by August but now I'm realizing like because you can't just homeschool and fall off the grid. Like you have to be in some sort of a program. Yep. Otherwise they'll call like social services on you. Um, and I looked up some of the programs in Colorado and it's like, you have to show proof of residence and all these things like you're applying for school. And I was like, well, crap, I don't have any of this. <laughs> and we haven't let Dawson school. Cause I don't even know if Dawson school is going to open back normally yet. So he's going to be doing summer school and his, teacher I had an IEP meeting yesterday Mm -hmm. over zoom and his teacher was um 
who I'm friends with, his special ed teacher was like, don't, if they ask you, like, if all the information is correct, just say yes, because you're getting everything forwarded anyway. Don't tell them you don't have a residence in Burbank anymore. Like, so he can get his ESY and all of that. So yeah, you need to like wait. Pretending and same with Medi-Cal. I had to just redo um, his insurance so he can keep having therapy. And I'm like, uh, hopefully I can get this done. And then, you know, when our forwarding stops in two months, nothing important will come our way and we can just keep getting his insurance, you know? Yeah. Uh, Cause I don't know. I don't want to like get driver's licenses here and do all that stuff, but we don't have any proof of residence anywhere. So I don't know how to sign the kids up for stuff. It's very tricky. Hopefully be just because everything's so weird right now. People will understand. Yeah. Hopefully it's just like, uh, everyone's in a crazy spot. Yeah. And if his school continues like doing distance learning for a while, we could, he could just keep going with his Burbank class. Yeah. Why not? Nobody needs to know. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So we'll see what's going to happen there. That's the thing I'm stressing about right now is is just immediate like school in the fall. But again, we have no idea what that's going to look like yet. So. And that's what the thing too, is that they're not going to call it for a while like they'll call mm-hmm. ESY like ESY I'm pretty sure is going to be distance learning like I don't oh yeah it's gonna and be they've already else. said it is for us yeah um they've they've told us indirectly that's what it's going to be but no one's given me mm-hmm. an official here's what's happening with the ESY stuff yet yeah. which I'm okay with because it's beginning I mean in a couple of weeks I feel like I should if I haven't heard I'd be like okay what's happening um so but they tell they don't tell you they're not going to call it till the very end. Like I don't think we're going to know if we're going into the school or not going into school until like August tenth, August twelfth, when school starts on the nineteenth. You know, like it's going to be the yeah. last minute. So there's really way no way to plan these kind of things. I know. I don't know what to do. Right. Just keep so, doing what you're doing until you have to. My do something kids else. will be taught. They'll it'll be fine. Oh, I'll be fine. Yeah, I'm not. <sighs> Oh, schooling. That's just crazy. It's so weird, though. You're gone. But it's like half the time I'm like, oh, whatever, because I don't see you. And the other half I'm like, she's gone. And then I'm like, oh, whatever. She's gone. You're you're talking to me the same or more. <laughs> I know, which is, yeah. It's, yeah. And people are like, well, you did the podcast. And I'm like, yeah, but we didn't. We changed schedules because we both had lots of young kids. So we we record once every, every month and do three episodes, you know. Mm-hmm. So we weren't like seeing each other every single week. When Heather and I were doing it, we were seeing it every other. We we're doing it every week, and then we went to every other week once we got uh, you know surplus. But it was just different because she has older kids, so it was a lot easier to handle. Mm-hmm. And my kids were in school, so I could do it on a Wednesday, no big deal. So yeah, now it's all different. I still have a kid at home. Yeah, so it's yeah, so yeah, it's just different. Well, now they're all home, but you know, back in the back in the old day. world. <laughs> yeah. So. Crazy. Ah, yeah. Well, that's my update. It's a pretty good update. Yeah, big stuff. Big stuff. We'll see. All right. We'll see. We won't. We'll talk to you before six months. <laughs> but we won't <laughs> no, talk about the next this. time I'm talking is in six months because I don't want to have to think about it. Uh, it's so funny. <laughs> Um, so we'll talk again, but we won't talk about this for a while out of respect for Derek, which I totally understand and get. So, but we can talk about other things like, what am I going to do with school and how are we going to get, is health insurance still working? Can he still have therapy? These are the things I'm worrying about right now. I'm actually not worried about much right now, which is weird. I'm usually worried about a lot. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm going to stay like this, hopefully. And I'm actually not, you know, before the thought of Dawson not having therapy all the time would have freaked me out. And we're at a place now where I can't wait for it to end, like, because it's the Zoom calls. Oh, <laughs> I can so imagine. Irritating. I kind of don't care if he doesn't have therapy. I'm more worried about that he keeps doing therapy and then we don't find out that insurance cut off until like a month later. And then I have to pay for a month of therapy. Ooh, that would be <laughs> That's crazy. what I'm worried about. That would be crazy. I know. I need to call his supervisor and like, can you keep just check every week and make sure that insurance is still a go? <laughs> yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there's a therapist there. So once we all do 
on-site stuff, then maybe it'll, you'll tr- then maybe that's the time to transfer stuff over. You well, know? we'll still have California insurance, so I'm not sure. Even though it's the same company, if we can just go to out of state to an out of state place, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. That is different. Yeah. I, well, don't think about it now. You're right. I'm. I'll get overwhelmed. Yeah, that's the that's the key to life. Is don't think. Just get on. <laughs> don't the, think about it. Don't think about it. Just get on the denial bus. Anything. Just get yeah. on the denial bus and enjoy the ride. <laughs> You'll figure it out when you get off of it. Just, just enjoy the, the ride. Worst happens, and then deal with that. <laughs> exactly. It's like the worst advice ever, probably. Yeah, yeah. I like the denial bus. I get on it all the time, and I <laughs> appreciate it. It keeps me sane. Uh. Thanks for riding on the denial bus. But your stop's coming up. You're going to have to get off. Get back to the real world. Life. Don't worry. You got this. 